your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And on today's show, of course, we will be talking about the Seattle Kraken expansion draft and their selection of Jonas Donskoy. Uh, we will get to part two of our Locked On NHL mock draft, which is the second half of the first round, uh, which includes my selection for the Avalanche. So part one was yesterday. If you didn't listen to that, definitely go back and check that out. And part two, we will get to here momentarily. But first things first, follow the show on social media outlets, L-O-P-N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, Locked on Avalanche on Instagram. Search for, or excuse me, send questions, comments, concerns, opinions to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. What did you think? I mean, we expected Donskoy's name to be called. I had uh, talked about some other possibilities, which... You have to do. I mean, it's not 100% set in stone. But like we all thought, after Ryan Graves was traded, uh, the next, I guess the next one up, the highest uh, chances of getting picked was Donskoy. You probably have to be going between Donskoy and Comfer. And I think the Kraken just wanted the experience of Donskoy. They needed to have some guys on that roster that... uh, brought some experience, especially in the playoffs, if they are lucky enough to make the playoffs. His cap number was not huge. And his cap number and Comfer's cap number, only $400,000 apart, $3.5 million for Comfer, $3.9 for Donskoy. So that I don't think was the issue. I think it just came down to production and uh, you know maybe a little bit more of a veteran status and experience. And that's what Donskoy has. So it, it was a smart pick by Seattle. It was the one that we expected them to do. Uh, so what to do for the Avalanche? Well, you know, they, they do need to replace him. It's not like he was, you know, uh, a, a guy on their team that they, they relied on night in and night out. He's not that guy. I mean, obviously they have guys like, you know, Makar and Rantanen and, and McKinnon. Those are your, your horses. But Donskoy gave them... A lot. He was good on the penalty kill, uh, and and he, you know, he was just one of those reliable players that when he was out there, you felt pretty good that you know he was going to give you a good game. Probably another reason why Seattle took him. So, not only do you have to replace his, uh, you know, production on the ice, but you know, do you do it with one of your youngsters, or are you going to? Go fishing in the free agency pool. You know, his $3.9 million comes off of the Avalanche cap hit. So they now have just over $30 million in cap space. Does all of that, I, I mean, I don't think all of it, but does a large chunk of it go towards the negotiations with Gabe Landeskog? Does some of it go towards what you're anticipating on paying for Kale McCarr? Does it go to 
uh, free agents that is is that where you're going to spend it just r- spend his money his 3.9 million on a replacement I don't think the avalanche go down that road because they they have guys in their system that they think can probably come in and and fill uh, Donskoy's production to some extent maybe not match it maybe not surpass it but they feel like they could get you know enough production from one of their prospects that they are uh, going to promote to that that level that he was playing at. That's a lot to ask for some of these young guys that have really unproven. But if the Avalanche feel that you know they're ready, they'll do that. Uh, or like I said, they they might just bring somebody in to replace him. And you know we we had Donskoy for a couple years, and that was somebody that Sakic went out and got. So, you know, he's made a lot of good moves in his role. So I know some people are, are disappointed in this, but you're, you're, we've said it all along. You're going to lose somebody good. It was going to happen. So now you need to rely on him again to be able to fill that spot. So I would just say give him the chance to do that. And, and then, you know, when, you, when, when it's all said and done, when when the dust settles and it's not just Seattle took Jonas Donskoy, it's what did the Avalanche do to replace that? Then you can make the the comments of you know in the end it worked out okay or it didn't work out okay, and we don't have the answer to that yet, but we should soon. I think you know you got the draft right around the corner. Uh, whoever they pick is not going to be playing for them this year. Let's, I don't, I, I don't know if there is a single player in the draft that will be playing in the NHL next year. It's not that it's not because it's not a deep draft. Uh, it's just those, the draft is not, uh, NHL ready yet. Maybe a couple guys, but that is a big maybe. So they're not going to go looking for that guy in the draft, especially with the 28th pick, but you might already have them. You might already have that guy in your system, whether it's Alex Newhook or Sampo Ranta or Jean-Luc Foudy. I cannot wait for him to get up to the NHL. Um, we'll see. We'll see. That's that's kind of where we're at. Uh, but how about the thing that really, really annoyed me? And if you follow me on Twitter, you know all of these picks getting out before the draft was televised. That annoyed me to no end. Um, I do talk about it with Gil Martin on the Locked On NHL show, which we recorded, which is out right now as well. Uh, I, to me, that's just, I, I get it. You know, journalists are, are doing their job and they have that info and, you know, it's, that's not stuff they're going to hold on to. But why did it get out in the first place? And I think it's a really bad look for the NHL to have this moment that so many people were looking forward to, not even people in Seattle, people across the league just wanted to watch this because it's not all the time that we get to watch an expansion draft. And this has been built up for a couple years now, a couple years. And the day of, by noon on the East Coast, uh, if, you, if you're if you on Twitter or social media, I don't know if it was going on on uh, Facebook or Instagram, but definitely on Twitter, it was like you couldn't stop it. You couldn't stop the flood and you couldn't look away. And before you knew it, you knew everybody was going to get picked with the exception of 
the Red Wings and the Blackhawks. And why is that? What, what, what did the Blackhawks and the Red Wings do that nobody else did that we didn't know those picks? I don't know. Maybe we did know them uh, an hour or so. I don't know. but Because I kind of really did stop paying attention. But we knew everything. To me, that that's just, I, I didn't like that. I didn't like, like, I wanted, there was, when when you went to watch the expansion draft, if you still did, it was completely, there was no life in it, for me, anyway. I know, like, the people that were there were excited, and, you know, it, they did the best that they could, but watching it, it was just like, there's no excitement here whatsoever. And it was completely ruined. And it's not like you can say, well, well, we'll fix it for next time because there's not going to be a next time. This was it. So now we have the draft, which that's good because we don't really, that's what you want. How the how the regular prospect draft is done where you don't know who's getting picked until the GM or who the owner, whoever is giving that draft pick is it reads a name you don't know who it is and this was already guys playing this was like you know these are guys these are guys that are going to be playing for this team next year as a, an expansion team in their first pick they're being picked from teams that you know f- the fan base already loves and we already knew it it was so anticlimactic and uh just not a good look and not a good way for the NHL to start on ESPN. Also not a good start when Chris Fowler, who I really like, <laughs> says uh, Carolina Panthers. So there's that too. All right, let's hear from Bet Online and then get to part two of our Locked On NHL mock draft. So Bet Online, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing and you can track all of the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including baseball, basketball, hockey, and all of your UFC and MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. And when you head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up, you can receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked on it's bet online your online sportsbook experts so we will get to part two of the lockdown nhl mock draft i do make my pick for the colorado avalanche and i will say the guy that i will officially have at the top of my list is the guy that fell to me as gm of the colorado avalanche at pick number 28 so I, it, it's it's kind of nerve-wracking when we're doing this because we're emailing back and forth with all the hosts and the guy that you want and he, you know, when it gets to, because the Avalanche are picking like 20, well, they are picking 28 or if you want to say 27 because Arizona's not picking. Uh, when it gets to like 20, you really start like sweating it out and another pick goes by and he's not picked and another pick goes by and he's not picked. And then the one right before it, that's the one where you're like, now it's going to get ruined. Uh, and when it didn't, it was a good feeling. <laughs> it was it was actually a good feeling to, to know that, wow, the guy that I really wanted fell. So uh, check it out. 
part two of the Locked On NHL mock draft, including yours truly picking for the Colorado Avalanche. What's up, guys? Thomas Welch here, host of the Locked On Blues podcast, here with your Locked On selection for the St. Louis Blues in the Locked On NHL mock draft. So without further ado, the St. Louis Blues are proud to select with the 16th pick in the NHL draft. Matthew Coronado, left wing from the Chicago Steel and the USHL. Uh, Matthew Coronado scored 48 goals this season in 51 games. And for a Blues team that looks like it could be missing out on some scoring pieces next season. With the absence of Vladimir Tarasenko, possibly Mike Hoffman leaving, and Jaden Schwartz in the offseason. I think Matthew Coronado would fit perfectly for this team and this prospect pool that seems to be depleted in that position. Harrison Lee here from the Locked on Winnipeg Jets podcast, and with the number 17 pick in the Locked on NHL mock draft, the Winnipeg Jets have selected Logan Stankoven of the Kamloops Blazers. The Winnipeg Jets are extremely excited to welcome Logan to the organization. We believe he can be an excellent offensive threat. We understand that he has a great release, excellent offensive instincts, good spatial awareness. He's fast, elusive, and he brings all of the qualities that we believe will make him an NHL superstar one day. This year's first round had many great quality candidates, but Logan stuck out to us the most. His skill in tight spaces, in open spaces, anywhere around the slot area, his vision, his shooting, and the deception of his release all made him a can't-miss prospect for us. We believe he'll be an excellent top six forward one day. We look forward to working with him, and we are excited to welcome Logan to the organization. Stankoven might be a star in the making, so be sure to stay tuned to Locked on Winnipeg Jets to hear the latest about Stankoven's progress and whether or not he'll actually end up getting selected by the Jets. This has been Harrison Lee from Locked on Winnipeg Jets signing off. Gil Martin here with the 19th pick, the Nashville Predators pick, Fyodor Svechkov, uh, a Russian forward, and he really uh, helps the Predators with a lot of the things they need. Nashville needs more offense over the short term and the long term, and he can provide that, and his versatility is a big plus for Nashville as well. Yes, naturally he's a center, but he could play all three forward positions, and he showed some really good leadership during the World Juniors, centering Russia's most efficient and best line. In addition, he's a responsible player who could get back on defense and play well in his own zone, not just cherry pick and try to play offense. The other thing I like about Svechkov is, while his skating is only average right now, there is certainly room for him to improve and his form is good, which means as he matures physically, he can improve that area of his game. So the Nashville Predators go with Fyodor Svechkov as their first pick in this mock draft. Hey, it's Hernan Salas here from the Locked On Oilers podcast. And with the 19th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Edmonton Oilers select from the Edmonton Oil Kings goaltender Sebastian Kosa. I think Kosa would be a great fit for the Edmonton Oilers. He plays here, obviously, he's junior hockey. He's familiar with the fans. He's familiar with the arena. And at the end of the day, the Oilers eventually, eventually have to get that number one stud goaltender. And it might take him a few years, but... I do think Sebastian Koza does have a bright future in the NHL. Looking at his stats in his junior career, very good numbers. He was 38-7-4 with a 1.98 goals against and a 9-2-8 percentage in his WHL career. Some of the comments on him, this one says, Koza projects as a quality NHL starting goalie with potential to become upper echelon. I was lucky enough to cover the Old Kings and, and watch a lot of games at Rogers Place. And uh, yeah, he's very confident, very well-rounded and projected by many of the draft experts to 
go in the first round, a guy to have in your system, a guy that can potentially be your number one um, in the future. So for the Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton Olkin goaltender Sebastian Kosa is the pick. And here from the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. And with the 21st pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Boston Bruins select Regina, Saskatchewan native, defenseman Corson Kuhlmans from the AJHL's Brooks Bandits. He's a right-hand shot defenseman who recorded four goals and seven assists in eight games for the Bandits last season. He's 6'2", 196 pounds, but can skate well and has been described as aggressively offensive. The challenge will be helping him balance that physical presence as well as his offensive prowess. Kuhlmans is committed to play at the University of Wisconsin and fits Boston's mold in terms of developing his game at the NCAA level. The goal here could see him form a next wave of Bruins defensemen with Mason Lorai, a second round pick from 2020 on his left side. This pick wouldn't be a huge reach for the Bruins as has been their custom. Kuhlmans is ranked 14th among North American skaters heading into the draft. He was ranked 18th by TSN's Bob McKenzie although Elite Prospects has him as high as 55th. Don't forget to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins for all the latest on the black and gold and to get all the info on who they actually select at the 2021 NHL Entry Draft. Hey everybody, Seth Topal, host of Locked On Wild here and with the 22nd pick in the Locked On NHL Mock Draft. The Minnesota Wild are pleased to select forward Zachary LaRue the Halifax Mooseheads of the QMJHL. Elite Prospects has this to say about LaRue. So much of LaRue's game is defined by his physicality. He's an enthusiastic hitter, one who's put more than his fair share of poor opponents into the boards or onto the ice. He'll get under his opponent's skin after the whistles. He'll fight. He'll mix it up. His problem-solving ability through secondary and tertiary defense variables lets him make plays where others would struggle to retain possession. So a gritty, aggressive forward to add to the Wilds base and uh, should play nicely with some of those other skill players that the Wild have at their disposal. This is Nolan Bianchi with Lockdown Red Wings and with the 22nd pick in the 2021 Lockdown NHL mock draft, the Detroit Red Wings are proud to select another Swedish prospect. It's going to be Simone Robertson. This is a guy that gives you top six upside, might be one of the best scorers in the draft, has an incredible shot. And on top of that, he can play both ways. He can play on the penalty kill uh, and he's got a great motor by all accounts. This is somebody who not only adds to that Swedish mafia like I talked about, but also brings something a little bit different to the prospect uh, pool. In recent years, some of the top prospects, Lucas Raymond, Theodore Niederbach, those are guys that are going to be playmakers in the NHL. So it's not as much of a concern to me if maybe, uh, you know, Simone Robertson's playmaking isn't up to snuff because if he's going to be catching passes with Lucas Raymond, he's going to be able to weaponize that shot. And with the prospects that the Red Wings are building around Simone Robertson, it feels like that might be a good opportunity for him to step in and be a real difference maker with this next group. All right, guys, real quick before we get back to the draft, I uh, just got to get in rockauto.com. So it is the one place to go online, rockauto.com, for all of your auto parts needs. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. It is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. The place, prices at rockauto.com are reliably low for every 
customer. They have everything you could need from brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Go to their new and easy-to-use website today to find the solutions to all of your auto parts needs. When you go to rockauto.com and you see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in their how did you hear about us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. Let's get back to the draft and my pick right around the corner. This is Armando Velez from the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast, making the pick for the Florida Panthers at number 24 in this 2021 Locked On NHL mock draft. And with the 24th pick, the Florida Panthers are pleased to select center Mackie Samoskevich. Samoskevich averaged just over a point a game in his final season with the USHL Chicago Steel. He is committed to play this year at the University of Michigan this upcoming season. Samoskevich's game is more as a distributing center. He is a great puck handler and one great thing about his play is that he is a playmaker. He finds the open teammates. He knows how to create space in the offensive zone. So it makes him the right pick in this situation as the Florida Panthers in this situation are going best player available at number 24. So Mackie Semoskevich is the pick here for the Florida Panthers. Jay Foster, Lockdown Blue Jackets here to make the 25th overall pick in the Locked On NHL Mock Draft 2021. I am selecting defenseman Carson Lambos of the Winnipeg Ice, formerly the Kootenai Ice. Uh, he kind of had a, a rough a rough start to the season. He bounced around a little bit uh, in the lineup, but he is a solid puck-moving defenseman. A lot of places are comparing him to a guy like uh, Kale McCard. I don't know if you've heard of him. He seems to be a pretty good young defenseman. Um, all the scouting seems to say he's quick on his feet. He's smart. He makes uh, some kind of some stupid decisions sometimes, but that's to be expected of a young, still developing defenseman. Uh, and if he uh, if he falls to 25th, then I think the the Blue Jackets should pick him up. He's projected anywhere from 11 upwards by a variety of different places. I know Bob McKenzie has him ranked as high as 15. Elite Prospects has him ranked as low as 33. But I think that kind of in the sweet spot in the middle there, 25th overall, I think we could do a lot worse than a guy like Carson Lambos. So that is my pick at 25th overall. For more draft analysis and prospect talk, you can find Locked On Blue Jackets wherever you get podcasts, or you can follow the Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. Hey, everybody. Seth Topol, host of Locked On Wild, back for another pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft. The Minnesota Wild with the 26th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft. Select forward Nikita Chibrikov of Scott St. Petersburg of the KHL. Chibrikov, if you give him space, a runaway through the neutral zone, or a pocket in the offensive end, he will cut around the opposition with a combination of rapid handling and crossover moves. He locates teammates early in possession sequences and finds ways to reach them by going to his backhand, by saucing the puck above sticks, banking it on the boards, or the goalie's pads. An elite puck handler to go further with an elite group of offensive skill players for the Minnesota Wild. I guess they say the rich get richer. And so that is who the Wild are taking with the 26th pick. Hey there, folks. Jared Ellis here, host of Locked on Hurricanes. 
and with the 27th pick in the 2021 Locked On NHL Mock Draft, the Carolina Hurricanes select Colton Dock, center from the Saskatoon Blades of the WHL. I know to some this may seem like a bit of a dark horse pick, uh, but I really do like Colton. Uh, NHL Central Scouting had him ranked at 19th. He had a really breakout season in the WHL this year. Um, he's a very big-bodied uh, centerman, standing six foot four, weighing 205 pounds. Uh, he's a jack of all trades, folks. Uh, he plays a really good two-way game. Um, he's a very, very gritty player. He's a good passer and a very accurate sh shot. Um, you guys may recognize his last name, Doc, from his brother playing up in Chicago, uh, Kirby Doc. Um, they do have a lot of similarities, but again, Colton is a bit more of a better goal scorer. Um, a lot of people maybe thought he was more of a second round pick, uh, but I do think the Hurricanes are right at taking him at the 27th spot. Um, I think, you know, with a little bit of time, he can develop into a really good centerman for the Hurricanes. Um, because they're going to need a big bodied centerman before too long because Jordan Stahl is getting up there in age. Um, he does have some issues with like acceleration and whatnot, but that is something that with time that can easily be worked on. So welcome to the Hurricanes, Colton. What's going on, everyone? Chris from the Locked On Avalanche podcast here and with the 28th pick in the Locked On NHL mock draft. The Colorado Avalanche select Brennan Offman from the OHL. And because the OHL was a canceled season, he played last year over in Switzerland. Offman is a player that gets under your skin. And he's the type of guy, if he's on your team, you love him. If he's not on your team, you hate him. But he's very calculated in how he plays his aggressive style. He's not out just to bash a head in or take an illegal hit. Very calculated, and it almost makes him play better throughout this, the course of a game. And uh, that's not just to say that's all he can do. He has a very good offensive skill set. Very good shot, very good wrist shot, very good slap shot. He has a wide arsenal of offensive ability. Offensive ability. So the, the Avalanche would welcome him with open arms because... We really think the Avs are going to want to get a little bit more physical, and he is that style of guy and that style of player, and the fact that he just doesn't go around headhunting and he can play the game with a aggressive style, but not overly aggressive, and just enough to get under your skin and be a nuisance. So the Avalanche go defense the last three out of four years, and this year they would go offense with Brendan Offman. Hi, this is Carlo from the Locked On Golden Knights podcast. And for the 30th pick on the Locked On NHL mock draft, the Vegas Golden Knights elect Javier Brogon of the Shawinigan Cataracts of the QMJHL. Brogon is a versatile two-way forward who can score. He can play both center and wing and shoots right-handed. Brogon had 40 points and 20 goals on the shortened season in the, and 33-19-20 season last year in 63 games. Vegas could always use a more reliable scorers up front, and Brogo really feels that need. For more on the Golden Knights, go check out Locked On Golden Knights wherever you get your podcasts. 
Hello, everyone. It is Scott Matlow with Locked On Canadians, and I am here to announce our pick in the Locked On Mock Draft. We are drafting 31st overall, obviously, after a deep Stanley Cup run where they came up just a little bit short. But at the same time, there are a ton of incredibly talented players at the end of the first round, and we think we might have found the diamond in the rough. So we are proud to select from Carpot in Liga right winger Samu Toamala. We've had a lot of luck with Finnish players in Montreal in recent years. Arturi Lekkinen got him to the cup final. Isperi Kotkaniemi was taken third overall. Jesse Olinen lit up the AHL this year after a strong showing in the Liga for the past couple of seasons as well. Laura and I are very happy to add this player. Speedy, tenacious, loves to shoot the puck, played at over a point per game pace in the U20 league this year, and also earned a call up to Liga playing with the men as an 18-year-old and had a strong showing at the under-18 tournament as well. It's not every day that you can get an absolutely tenacious winger who loves to just do nothing but shoot the puck, something the Canadians could definitely use more of. We've seen how well it went with Cole Caulfield, who loves to shoot it. Why not add another player like that to this organization? As always, if you want to check out our podcast, we are at Lockdown Canadians wherever you get your podcast and at LO underscore Canadians on Twitter. Go Habs, go. Hi, Trey Matthews once again for my pick for the New Jersey Devils. So with the 31st overall selection in the Lockdown NHL Mock Draft, the New Jersey Devils are proud to select Isaac Rosen from Sweden. Now, he played for the Swedish Hockey League this past few seasons, uh, which is the highest level competition there in Sweden. He is a winger similar to Alexander Holtz, so it's going to be a Swedish takeover for the New Jersey Devils as these two can pair very nicely in the future. He shoots left-handed, so he collects most pucks mid-stride. His handling and skating forms are nearly impeccable. He'll send false signals between the blue lines to move the feet of opposing defenders, cutting east and west using the dotted line. He'll fake weight shifts, shoulder shimmy, and just overpower uh, helpless defenders. So he is a great playmaker and just a very uh, technician uh, person. And he's exceptional at reading the game. So I believe that kind of player would fit beautifully for the New Jersey Devils. He also has speed to burn. So uh, very similar to, I guess, the game of Jack Hughes. So last season, he appeared in 12 games and he was able to net uh, 12 points, seven goals and five assists. And I believe his best season came just a few years ago during the 2017-2018 season when he was an alternate captain over in the Swedish League when he appeared in 25 games, had 19 goals, 19 assists for a grand total of 38 points. So he is just a great playmaker, has speed to burn, like I mentioned. And I I think uh, he and Alexander Holtz would fit uh, very well together because Alexander Holtz is a right winger and uh, Rosen can play the left wing and he's also capable of playing the right wing as well. So just two great Swedish wingers for the New Jersey Devils to help build for our future. So Swedish Fish takeover in New Jersey. Jay Foster, Locked on Blue Jackets here to select the final pick in the first round of the Locked On NHL Mock Draft 2021. I am selecting Oscar Allison from HV71. He is generally predicted to go maybe late second round, uh, but I have selected him in the first round because by all accounts he is uh, a defensive talent. He has uh, kind of suffered this season from being one of the youngest players in the draft. Uh, and it's a very heavy, uh, it's a very heavy draft for Swedish forwards. So he's kind of gotten lost in the mix with guys like Fabian Lysel, William Eklund, kind of taking up a lot of, a lot of scouting, uh, 
attention. Uh, but he can score, he can skate, uh, he plays on the power play. He kind of split his time between the under-18 side of HP71 and the SHL side, but I'm uh, excited to see him continue in men's hockey as opposed to junior hockey and see what he can do. Um, he has, so far, been been really good. He had 27 points in 16 games at the under-18 level, and he's kind of holding his own in the SHL as we speak. So, uh, like I say, I'm excited to to see more of Olesen and what he can what he can do with a full season at the adult level of uh, of men's hockey. For more kind of draft analysis, thoughts on this, you can find Locked on Blue Jackets at LO underscore Blue Jackets on Twitter and uh, anywhere you get podcasts. So there you have it. And I guess that's, you know, I guess making an announcement, I guess, uh, is Brennan Othman. Yeah, he's at the top of my list. And if he is available for the Avalanche, uh, would it surprise me if they don't take him? Yeah, I mean, it, it would, depending on who else is available. Uh, and with this draft being, it's it's not like, I mean, it, it's a deep draft, but everybody's kind of really at a similar level to one another. So in that aspect, it's deep. So, it, I mean, if he's available, like I said, would it surprise me if they don't take him? Sure, it, maybe in some capacity, but it won't in others. Uh, but I love what he can bring. I, I love his skill, first of all, is is great. Uh, he's a great offensive mind, but I just love his work ethic and that just like twisting the knife just a little bit to get under your skin. He has that ability to do that, and he doesn't step over the line. He just does it enough, and it makes him play better when he's doing that. So I think that would be perfect for what the Avalanche need uh, going forward, having that little bit of physicality uh, while not being uh, egregious. So that's my guy. Uh, hanging my hat on Brennan Offman, and hopefully he is there for the Avalanche, and hopefully they make me look like a genius. And if he is there, uh, they pick him. So we shall see. So that's going to be it for today, everybody. Uh, definitely join the green room. We're going to do a green room Thursday night, usually, like I said, between 9.30 and 10 o'clock. Definitely going to be talking about Donskoy, and maybe we'll get into the draft, depending on uh, the people who join, if, if they're up to date on some of these prospects or where the Avalanche want to go. But I'm sure most of it will be about Donskoy, Landis Gogmakar, all these people they need to sign. So download the Green Room map and join in on that Thursday night, somewhere around 10 o'clock. That'll be it for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in each and every day. It is always appreciated. We'll see everyone tomorrow. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.